Today on The Word of Truth Revealed. And God has perfected it by giving us an opportunity to minister to the world through social media. A lot of times we've criticized it, but right now it is piping life into the community. Glory to God. And I want to encourage all of you in the name of the Lord, when you don't understand God, still grab onto his hem of his garment, because if you can touch it, you can be made whole. Welcome to The Word of Truth Revealed with Bishop Merchant L. Clark. The Word of Truth Revealed is the media outreach ministry of Truth Revealed International Ministries and Interdenominational Spirit-Filled Fellowship of Believers located in Palm Bay, Florida. Our mission here at Truth Revealed is to produce disciples and to empower the populace to live out the truth of God's Word within the framework of their environment. John the first chapter verses 1 through 4 is the background scripture for part 1 of the message piercing the darkness. What is the Spirit saying to the church? Spirit is going to speak what the Word of God is saying. Not what someone is trying to develop or someone is trying to do. What is the Spirit saying to the church? Spirit is saying what the Word of God is saying. And if you ever want to, if you're ever in obscurity, you don't know what you're doing, please get back to the Word of God. But people are frightened right now. People are in dark places, a dim place, a uh, a gloomy place, but I'm here to tell you that God is still on the throne. Hallelujah. And he's the light of life. The scripture is clear. The Bible says in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. But the second verse says the same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. There was nothing made that we see that was made without him. Verse four in him was life. And the life in him was the light of men. That light shines in darkness. Scripture says darkness cannot comprehend the light. And if you're in a, a dim place today, what we need to do is turn on the switch so you can see the light. And if you're in a dark place, everything is illuminated. Glory to God. And so there are many gaps and differences in our society. There are differences in our in the way we worship and praise in America. This is a free society. And so people are part of many different denominations, many different affiliations. You're free to worship any way you want in America. We do believe that it's important for Christians to follow the scriptures. Uh, it is unnatural for believers to not come together. Because the scripture teaches us that we should come together. At the same time, when the church is persecuted, the church, even in church history, will go underground for a season. And so there are times where the church had to go underground. While underground, God still calls the church to grow. And uh, in Acts chapter 12, Peter was taken by Herod and the church went underground and began to pray. And God brought Peter up out of the dungeons, set him free, and the church continued to grow. There are times in church history where the enemy came in like a virus to attack God's people. The church had to go underground. While on the ground, he was working things out. Glory to God. Because Jesus went underground. Jesus went underground for a moment. And in three days when he came out, he came out with more power. And so we're not afraid of going underground for a season. You need to understand it is unnatural for us not to gather uh, in, a, in, a, in a place and worship God in the beauty of holiness. But at this time, to stop this pandemic from spreading through every borough around the world, this is the pandemic, this is global here. I think another thousand died in, in Italy uh, on yesterday. Another thousand, over 50 doctors died. 
Okay, you got these people on the front lines in Italy, okay? And they're on the front lines. It's, 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 it's okay, we plead the blood, and we're pleading the blood, but we need to also follow some guidelines here because this thing is a pandemic. And for the spiritual people that say, let's plead the blood, let's plead the blood, but at the same time, we got people who don't know nothing about the blood. So what we want to do is make sure we follow the same pattern so we can stop this thing from invading the entire world. And God has perfected it by giving us an opportunity to minister to the world through social media. A lot of times we've criticized it, but right now it is piping life into the community. Glory to God. And I want to encourage all of you in the name of the Lord, when you don't understand God, still grab onto his hem of his garment. Because if you can touch it, you can be made whole. There's darkness all around us. There are gaps, many differences, many distinctions in our world. We are, uh, uh, have an opportunity to see these kinds of things every single day. We have countless contrasts in our world. Let me give you a few. Accurate and then inaccurate. We have right and we have wrong. We have young and we have old. Talking about contrasts. We have present. You're either in it or you're out of it. You're absent. We have free and we have the confined. We have black and we have white. We ascend or we what? Descend. You can help me. It's okay. We have light. Not light as in uh, uh, lights, but light as in weight. And we have heavy. <laughs> we have skinny. We have hatred. And we have what? Love. Good. Wonderful. We have hope. And we have despair. We have richer. People get married for richer. But the opposite is poor. <laughs> Very seldom do we get married for poor. We have bold folk. What's the opposite? The contrast. Timid. But God has not given us the spirit of timidity. But of love and of power and of a sound mind. It's okay to talk back to me. We have hot. And we have cold. We have torrid and we have frigid. We have sickness. Okay, I'm preaching. And health. Contrast. We stand or we fly. <laughs> we have life or we have death. We operate in fear or we operate in faith. We are ignorant of God's righteousness. If you're ignorant, you will establish your own or we have knowledge. My people do perish for the lack of knowledge. We have those that are abandoned or feel abandoned. But we have those who feel accepted. We have the saved and we have the lost. We have righteousness. Help me somebody. And we have unrighteousness. We have those who are for it, and we have those who are against it. We have back and forth people. <laughs> we have wolves, and we have lambs. 
But I just want to encourage you to look at just a few, one thing today. I want you to see the contrast between light and darkness. The very young and the very elderly are damaged more than any other group as it relates to darkness and light. When young people, very young people, when it's dark, they are so confident in themselves, they'll just try to walk around in the house without any lights on. Little babies, they don't have a clue, can't even reach the switch, and they'll bump into things, fall and hurt themselves. And so we need constant, they need constant supervision when it's dark. And then the elderly, uh, may be so confident that they've been able to feel themselves through uh, through the house for so many years when it's dark. But when they fall now, uh, they break bones. They're more fragile than, 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 than we are. And so they need to be protected or covered when there's darkness. It is the ones that's between who are stuck in the middle that seem to be uh, a little bit more self-centered when there's darkness. In other words, uh, I think I can do it on my own, even though it's dark. I can continue to say what I need to say, do what I need to do, go where I need to go. Even though it's dark, I think I can make it. Plus, I have what we call night vision. I can see in the darkness because my eyes have adjusted. And so what happens a lot of times, those stuck in the middle will go out and get themselves hurt because they're trying to maneuver when things are dark. I want to encourage those stuck in the middle. You may not be extremely young or stepped into your senior years, but don't become too self-confident. If it's dark outside, if it's dark outside, you need to understand the best way to keep yourself safe is to turn on the light. This is what God is doing. Everybody says it's dark outside. I want you to just think about it. It's dark in our world right now. People are afraid of walking, afraid of talking, afraid of doing what we used to do a month ago. But we need to turn on the light because once the light is on, fear is dispelled. His message is designed to turn on the switch, to turn on the switch, to turn on the switch. Glory to God. And so don't become too familiar with your surroundings, your familiar surroundings without flipping on the switch. Very dangerous to maneuver without flipping on the switch. There's one colossal difference that I want to really bring to your attention today. And that is, I said it before, the difference between darkness and light. Job chapter 24, the NIV verse 13 and 14 It'll be on the screen in a moment. There are those who rebel. They are non-conformists. Who rebel against the light. The scripture says, who do not know its ways or stay in its paths. In other words, there are those, they can see the light on, but they will go around the light. They can have the knowledge, but they will always be contrary to the knowledge. They'll try to find their own way. Instead of standing in the light or in the counsel of God, there are those, the scripture is clear, who rebel, the scripture says, against the light. Against the light. They rebel against the light, who do not know its ways or stay in its paths. Verse 14, when daylight is gone, notice when there's no light, look at what emerges out of the dungeons, what comes out 
out of, of, of the nature of man. The murderer rises up and kills the poor and the needy. In the night, he steals forth like a thief. So not only do we have pandemics in the night, but the nature of man is dark. And when there is no light, the scripture says, then murderers rise up and they attack the poor. Even murderous lending, predator lending, you'll attack the poor, uh, uh, elevate their interest rates when there's no light. Glory to God. And just feed off of them, feed out of, they have nothing anyway, but feed out of their community when there's no light. In the night, he steals forth like a thief. It goes on to start talking about other, other types of activity that goes on in the darkness. And you can read it in Job chapter 24, verse 13, 14, 15, and 16. Glory to God. But what I want to show you is that when the light comes, there are people who rebel against it. In other words, they would rather stand in the shadows. It's dim light. But instead of it turning on, instead of them allowing God to turn on the light they, and, and, and everything becoming radiant, they would rather for it to be dim. They feel better when it's dim, sitting in the shadows there, when there's a gloomy times. We'd rather have the gloomy than the glaring or the murky than clarity or the obscured than revelation. The moonless versus ultra brightness and even at night the moon is designed to give us light that's why the lesser is the moon the greater is the sun but he created the moon that you would have some type of light in the darkness glory to God and so but there there are those who rebel against light who would rather stand in the shadows and turn out the moon because then emerged the nature of man to take advantage of the poor. And in John chapter 1 and verse 10, remember, if we're going to have any light in this dark time, we need the word of God. John chapter 10, 1 and verse 10, chapter 1 and verse 10. It's on the screen. It reads like this. He was in the world. The light was in the world. The brightness was in the world. The radiant was here. The scripture says, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. You know why? Because there are those who rebel against the light. He's right there standing before you. don't see him? He's right there standing before you. One of the things that God does, he will disrupt our plans so he can show you his plan. Hallelujah. He would turn off the light, turn off the light, not to start a party, but turn it off so you'll grope. Then he'll turn on the light so you'll find him and find your way. Glory, hallelujah. And so he was in the world. Glory to God. He made the world, but the world didn't recognize the one who made it. And look how often we as people of God, as the people of God or citizens of this great world, the maker, the creator, like the creator of your car, the designer of your vehicle. Most people, okay, I like it, but you don't think about the creator when you're driving it. You don't think about the one who designed it. We don't think about the one who designed a certain type gas to go in it. 
What we think about what we have, I finally got my Benzo. I finally got my, my Benzo. I got my BMW. I have my Lexus. I got my O, 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 O. Yes, thank the Lord. But you ever think about the designer? I tell you what, you think about the designer when it starts breaking down, then you want to take it to the designer. Well, this world is cracking, it's breaking down, and we need to present it to the, the one who made it. We got to give it back to him. Okay, I know you got your plot of land, and I know you talk about what's yours, but God has a way of taking it all away. God has a way of making us all know we're just little ants in this big world that he made. At any given time, we could be squashed. But I thank him that he even loves the ant. You mean you died for me, Jesus? Yes, he died for me and he died for you. Glory to God. It was my son, he said, hanging on the cross. He died for me and he died for you. Glory to God that we might have life and light. And then in John chapter 3, we like to look at verse 16. For God so loved the world. Uh, Eurocentric that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life for God sent his son into the world not to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved glory to God I love that blessed be the name of the Lord that's what we call Eurocentric we love God that's people who have great families who maybe have some challenges but just didn't know that God loved you he loves you he loves you with an everlasting love. He's reaching out to you even now. But the Eurocentric gospel is different from the Afrocentric gospel, which is Exodus 3. I've heard the cries of my people by reason of their taskmasters, and I've come down to deliver you. Because God is concerned not only with those who had a nice pedigree, he is concerned about those who are locked up in slavery. I've heard the cries of my people by reason of their taskmasters or the whip, and I've come down to deliver them. The scripture is very clear here in John chapter 3 and verse 19 though. God does love the world and he gave his son for the world, but this is the verdict that he has against the world. That light has come. The switch has been turned on. Light has come into the world, but men love darkness instead of the light. Because, watch this, they rebelled against it, their deeds were evil. Look at verse 20, everyone who does evil hates the light, ties in with what Job said, and will not come into the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. So one of the things you need to understand that our nature doesn't want us to really say, you know what, the real problem with America, the real problem with every nation around the world, the real problem with our communities, the real problem is not just Corona, it is the nature that we have. That when light is turned on, we'll move away from that. Ah, don't put the light on me. Why? Because if I stand in the light, then my deeds are exposed. My economic deeds, my relational deeds, my mindset. My issues, the way I handle injustice, the way I handle justice ministry, the way I handle government or politics, whatever it is, people don't want light because deeds are evil. And that is the verdict. That is the indictment on our world today. God loves us, but choose light so you can live. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. 
There's some health benefits of natural light. You may want to write this down. Natural light actually provides measurable health, health benefits. Just standing in natural light gives you some health benefits. And many of us, we don't like uh, hot weather. I'm, I'm from Florida and uh, I was raised in a house where we didn't have AC until I turned 17, 16 or 17. And so we love fans, 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 fans. And some of you uh, were, wasn't always raised in luxury. Uh, my kids though don't understand anything like that. Uh, my children were raised in a house the first day they had AC. But I remember a time where there was no AC and in Florida, it used to get real hot. I mean, real hot without, without AC. And uh, when I was a little boy, we had what we call a pestilent called gnats. And they used to flood every summer, flood the house, flood everything. And people had screen porches then, you know, screen doors, right? So you could open up the front door and have your screen door there and look through the screen door. Maybe a breeze would catch you every once in a while. But my brothers and I became very, very innovative. We would take a sheet, put it over the fan, make sure it's on the back of the fan, create a tent and get in there and just create some type of flow to get that cool air blowing on us. Because that's just the way it was here. Again, my children know nothing about that. My children were born in AC. They love it. it, it one time we had a hurricane, the AC went out, electric went out. My daddy said, this is like Amistad. Daddy, we need to get it. Can't we go and go, go to a hotel? I said, no, you and I are going to stay here at the house. Because I want to teach you some lessons while we sweat. I want you to understand life is not about AC, man. You got it all twisted. Now, you don't have AC when you're on the football field, but when you come to me, you think I'm supposed to provide it for you the whole time. But life is not like that. In America, we have it really nice, but majority of the world don't have AC. The majority of the world go through what we're going through right now and they smile because they're used to it. Glory to God. You go to Africa and you'll see what I'm saying. I've been to Africa twice, and I'm talking about their people in Africa. Down in Haiti, yeah, it's amazing. Go to Jamaica, you'll see what I'm saying. They're people who make the difference. They keep smiling because they're used to the turmoil. This kind of lifestyle can make us weak, glory to God. As soon as a little discomfort comes, we don't know how to deal with it. But I want you to know you can make this. You can do this. God is with us, but he needs us to go through a few things so we can appreciate him a little bit more. You go through so many uh, nice things day after day after day after day, AC, you'll start complaining about small stuff. But some of that stuff starts shutting down, whoa, you realize you really got it well. Glory to God. And you don't really know how well you have until you start paying the bills. Anybody complain when you don't have to pay the bills. Thank you, God. Well, I'm talking about natural light, right? There's some health benefits when you turn on natural light, just standing in the sun takes care of some things in your life. For a photographer, it is the best friend. Light is the best friend for a photographer. If you're buying a home, you need light. You want to see every little crack when you're inspecting your house. If you have employees, you need the light on. So you can see if they show up or not on time. Natural light is so important. Even now, as we pipe through the internet, we have to have light because you need to see it. The camera needs the light so it can pipe 
the signal through the internet. And you need light, glory to God. Number one, it boosts your vitamin D. Just standing in the natural light, vitamin D, which is very essential. Exposure to the sunlight. Your skin absorbs the vitamin D. It's critical. It, it brings nutrients into your body. That prevents bone loss. It reduces the risks of heart disease just by standing in the light. So if you have a problem with your heart, every once in a while, you need to get out of the house and stand in the front yard. And say, thank you, Jesus. That's why I like the Superman called Superman. Who had to get his strength now. <laughs> he had to stand. <laughs> Man, I'm preaching today. He had to stand in the light. <laughs> his power came from the light. Glory to God. He had a weakness too now. Talking about contracts. Krypton. Kryptonite. Could take his strength away. And you don't let darkness or anything snatch the strength out of you. Stand in the light. Absorb the light. God is working in the light. We're troubled. We have situations, unfortunate events, uncertainties on every side, yet not distressed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, abused, hurt, and we experience damages, injuries, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. There's a new COVID-19 crisis. This new crisis is called domestic abuse. Domestic violence is on the rise worldwide. Because of our movement restrictions aimed to stop the spread of the coronavirus, it may be making violence in the home more frequent, more severe, and more dangerous. I would like to take a moment and speak to that. I speak to all anger, the spirit of anger, the spirit of domestic abuse these viruses that are beginning to be awakened because of our movement restrictions, I come against it. I curse it in the name of the Lord and I speak peace to it. God, I thank you for protecting our homes and ridding us, helping us to get rid of this virus called domestic abuse. Help us to identify it, to contain it, and to cure it through and by the blood of Jesus. And it is so, in Jesus' name. And I'll praise you in this storm And I will lift my hands For you are who you are No matter where I am and every If something was said during today's teaching that blessed you, or if you would like to find out more information about Truth Revealed International Ministries, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at The Word of Truth Revealed, P.O. Box 60128, Palm Bay, Florida, 32906, or you can email us at The Word of Truth at truthrevealed.org. For a small donation of $5 for CDs and $12 for DVDs, you can obtain a physical copy of today's message for your personal library, or you can log on to our website and download the MP3 version. For your physical copy of today's message, when you write or email us, 
use reference number 2570. That's reference number 2570. To find out what's going on with Trim Nation, connect with us on social media by logging into Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or visit us at our website at truthrevealed.org. And now, here are Bishop Clark's final thoughts. Glory to God. I want to encourage all believers around the world. This is the best time for you to share the love of Jesus. Not your experience, not what they said, not what's coming against the world, but the fact, the remedy is the light of God's counsel. It is the gospel of Jesus Christ to share it with a dark world. This is the only light that's shining right now. Even after Corona is over, you're going to see a series of these things happening to our world because God is not going to let this generation say, I can forsake every other experience, all of the experiences of my ancestors because I have knowledge. God is not going to let you walk past him and run to your future without having to stop and say, God, I must salute you. 